You are now tuned into the DFPN, the Dat Fillin Podcast Network. You're always in the service of The Lou Podcast. You always, you always, you always, you always in the service of me. Salute, 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 salute. Salute Podcast. What's up, what's up, what's up? What they do? Welcome to another episode of the Salute Podcast. I'm your boy, retired Chief Master Sergeant Pat Wilcox, a.k.a. the Hip Hop Chief, a.k.a. Conscious Rhyme of the Group Purgatory. The Salute Podcast is always in the service of dreamers, and we showcase the talents of all current and proud military members in the elements of hip hop. So if you can rap, also dress fresh, and you serve your country, salute is for you. So, got a big one today, man. I got a big one, one of my, my close close partners. You know, so I'm happy to bring him on. I've been waiting for a while to bring him on here, but I'm happy to bring him on here for this for this second second uh season of the Salute Podcast. And it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a nice one. It's gonna be a nice one, man. You know, I've been knowing this man for over 20 some years, man. We done we done made music together, we done been places together. So I just wanna I wanna give him his moment to shine. He got stuff going. We're gonna talk about everything we can talk about on here. Love, life, and just everything, you know, and anything in between. So it's gonna be a fun, a fun thing, man. So I appreciate y'all jumping in here, tuning in for with us. But without further ado, let's talk about these sponsors. Up first, our sponsors. So first up is the plugs earbuds. www.gettheplugs.com. Enter the code DFPN10, and for just ten percent, ten percent discount, you get a ten percent discount on your earbuds, right? I like them. I got a pair of them. I think they're pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? You should check them out. Uh, next up is Audio Swim at www.audioswim.com and Permit Element UAE, www.permitelement.com. It's my man Shorty Pimp, Dade County, all day. You already know. Go to the next one. All right. So, Patreon. Join the DFPN Patreon, www.patreon.com uh, backslash that feeling podcast. And on just for two bucks extra, you can you can get these podcasts without any interruptions. That's right. You can't hear, you don't hear black on here, putting these interruptions in here. There's commercials in the middle. You don't get none of that. You just get to hear everything straight up the way you like it and raw. So that's Patreon. Jump on the Patreon. So, but last but not least, Let's talk about this merch. So if you go to www.tsprings.com and search for that filling podcast, get this merch. There it is right there. Got t-shirts, all kind of colors. There I am right there. That's my logo. There you go. Also, you got cups, you got mugs. And I told y'all before, you know, I got a couple mugs, but this one's special to me because this is my mama's mug. So I, every episode, you're going to see this mama's mug. So that's what's up. So that will that's the end of the sponsors. Check this over here. Up my man here. Let me get this over here. There we go. Back. 
All right. So, like I said, and like I always do, I always tell a story, man. I tell you a little bit about me. I tell you a little bit about them. But I, but I got I always got these good stories in the beginning. So here's one of my stories. So my man, when I was uh when I was back home uh in, in Tampa, okay, I was I was stationed at McDill Air Force Base, and my man Opsolo was in Korea. So he would send me back little things here and there. And I'm like, you know, he'll send me, tell me what he's doing. Cause our whole goal was to get over to Korea and rock mics and rock shows and do what we do as hip hoppers, right? That was our whole thing. We couldn't wait to get over there. Cause we heard it was jumping over in Korea, right? So he sent me back this video. And so I'm looking at this video and they pan around. Got my man Bronx in the video, my man Bronx Kelly in the video, everybody in the video. All of a sudden it pans and they, they stuck on this one guy. This man sitting right here in front of us. Everybody is watching the beat going. It's a beat my man Donnie Five hooked up. It's going. It's going. All of a sudden, this man jump in and stop, start rhyming. Whole room just stop in awe of this man rhyme skills. Crazy. I'm just sitting there like, damn, this dude is going off. I know my man Opera go off, but I was like, damn, this dude he is he rocking it. He doing this damn thing, right? So you know. Fast forward, I get to Korea, I get to meet this man, and it's all legit. He, 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 he raw like that, man. I met a lot of talented dudes over the years in the military. I met a lot of them, man. And a lot of them been on this show. But I'm tell you what, this cat got skills. <laughs> he got skills. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and every album I have made, every single album I have made, this man, I'm making my business for him to be on. Our very first album, he is the only member of our crew to be on our very first album. The incursion. We're gonna put that incursion back out so y'all can see what we're talking about. But he's the only member of the crew that was on that. So def, that so so thus far, everything he's been on, my new album, he's on it two times, right? Two times. Because he's just that raw. So I know I'm blowing his head up, you know what I'm saying? I know <laughs> I know I'm saying all this stuff, man, but I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a pass the pass it over to him. I'm gonna introduce my man Maximus, aka Rich Hill. What's good, man? Good man, how's it going with you? It's chilling, man. It's chilling, man. You know what I'm saying? It's going. This, you know, I've been, I've been waiting for this one for a while. I, mean, I tried to get Drake on here. I tried to get other, other cats on here, but I was like, I said, right. you know, man, it's okay. They time gonna come, but it's, it's, it's your time, man. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. What's what you been up to? We're gonna talk a little bit about that. I'm gonna run through a few questions. We're gonna talk a little bit about some things, man. But you know, like I say, this, this is not for me. When I bring cats on here to the Salute Podcast, the Salute Podcast is for service members who don't get that, that shine that they need, man, that I feel that they need out there, man. So I'm the dude to give it to you, so I'm here to I'm here to make that happen. Oh, oh, by the way, like I was telling him, I got a new camera. I ain't got it following me right now. You know what I'm saying? I just got it stationary, but I got my new camera up here. You know what I'm saying? I got a new microphone. I'm trying to bring this thing up to where it needs to be. Uh, I'm going to upgrade with some other stuff, too, but... That's just that's that's coming here in the future. But he the first one to, to be here with my new camera. The last time the war room, they had the they had the microphone, you know what I'm saying, with a little adjustment with it. But they was the ones to get that. Oh, by the way, if you don't know, DFPN, we got our own network now. We got our own our own website where all of our podcasts are on. So yeah, if you don't know about that, you need to go check it out. Go see what's going on with everything we got. And I think you'll enjoy it, man. But yeah, without further ado, let's get into my some of these questions for my man. Let's 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 get into him a little bit. So tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Where you from? You know, uh, you know, you know, 
you, in the, your military, what you did, you know, just in what, what your AFSC was, and when you retired and stuff. All right, so uh, where am I from? I'm, I'm, I'm from, like, all over the place, man. So it's a hard question for me to answer. Everybody, especially when you're in hip-hop, man, like, you know, everybody want to know where you're from, like, where you represent. And I can't really claim one place because I just move around a lot of kids. So, um, the last place I lived, like, when I um, enlisted, I was in Massachusetts. Um, you know, that's where I went to that's Boston like that um you know, that was back in like 97 when i went into the uh when i went to uh, basic training um and uh, i ended up being a fuels guy uf well putting gas on plane um, i did that pretty much my entire career Hired in 2015. Um, got out under uh, Terra. You know, went on at the time. I was in Germany. Um, that was my last duty station. So, I mean, I was in the military for a good long time. And, mm -hmm. yeah, that's what yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Another question is I guess, a lot to go along with that. Some of the, tell, you know, talk about some of the places that you served at. You know what I'm saying? Um, why, why did you want to serve? You got a good, you know, you got a good uh, um, a story about recruiters. You know, most cats come on here, they got some good stories. But I, I, I done gave a couple. You know what I'm saying? Everybody know my story, man. And, and I came on here, he gave a couple about his his recruiting stuff, man. Just, you know, some just you know, what you what, some some stuff that you, that, you know, where you served at, all, some of the different places you served, why you served. And, you know, you got a good recruiter story. Throw that out there. Um, I mean, you know, a lot of people, you know, might have like that story where I just wanted to serve my country, you know, uh, you know, yada, yada. I, I didn't really have that story, man. I, I joined the military. I didn't really have, you know, better options. You know what I'm saying? You know, I grew up, you know, with, uh, you know, single parent home. You know, me and my mom, he wasn't wealthy by any means. You know what I'm saying? So like, I didn't have like funds to go to college. You know, or, or none of that. So, like, military was an option for me to kind of raise myself up out of my situation. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I was working. Uh, I came in the military. Like, I was working. I was working at a mall in the mall, like scooping ice cream and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And you know, while I was thinking about the military, you know, if that was something I I might want to do, uh, this dude, a marine, came up in uniform. You know what I mean? So I, I decided to ask him, you know, some questions. And like, um, and I asked him, you know, like, how do you like the Marines? And like that. And he was like, man, to be honest with you, if I could go back and do it all over again, I'd join the Air Force. And I was like, ah, oh, shit, well, I guess that's what I want to do. <laughs> so, you know, that, that, was, that, was the, that was the one and only recruiting office I went to. Um, you know, so I ended up, you know, in the Air Force. You know, I, I got I got into basic training and everybody or it might have been like later on, like in tech school or whatever, I started hearing people talking about the sign on vote shit that they got. Sign on vote. I didn't get shit. You know what I mean? Like everybody talking about money they got, I didn't get a goddamn thing. So you know, I ain't got no good stories in terms of my <laughs> <laughs> like 
they didn't really need to sell me on anything, I guess. I was looking for an opportunity and they gave me. So, um, you know, in terms of like where I served, man, I fuck up all over the place. Man. My first duty station was Dover, Delaware. Mm-hmm. Um, after Dover is when I went to Korea, you know what I'm saying? And we all linked up, you know what I'm saying? They did our mm-hmm. thing. From there, I went to Barksdale, uh, Louisiana. I deployed a few times from there, you know, Saudi Arabia, Iraq. Um, I ended up doing Afghanistan later, Qatar, Kyrgyzstan, did a little little stint in uh, Cyprus. Um, I did four years in Germany. Uh, I did uh, Langley Air Force Base, Virginia. Um, I didn't know you did four years in Germany, man. That was new. Yeah, that was the last duty station I had, man. Oh, I didn't even know that. Oh, that was, I was, Langley was your last duty station. No, uh-uh, no. Nah, nah. After after Langley, I went to uh, I went to Germany after Langley, and that's mm-hmm. that's where I retired from. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm still married at that time, and we we uh, did a couple more years in Jersey, Jersey at that mm-hmm. uh, wire, and uh, and then, uh, that's how I ended up here. Yeah, my my ex wife at the time she was still in the military, so ended up coming here. Uh-huh. So, right, yeah, man. Thanks, man. Everywhere. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, I moved around a little bit too, man. You know, but I had one of them stories too about the Marines. And I worked at I worked at Dog on uh, Win Dixie, man, down in Miami, and I and we had a, a bunch of guards, and most of those guards was was prior military in Wackenhut. So, you know what I'm saying? The White Hood dudes. So they be in there. And I, I be picking their brain before I decided to go in the military. I was like, I ain't know what I want to do. But, you know, I pick their brains and they tell me about what, you know, kind of what, what, you know, what to do, what not to do. You cast was the Marines. They all said the same thing they said to you. They were like, do not join the Marines. Because I was ready. That's why I wanted to go. I wanted to go to the Marines. I was like, sure, that was going to be my, you know, my next stop was going to be the Marines. Because I like the uniform and stuff. I said, man, the uniform is on point. But hell with the uniform. I went to the recruiter. They took me. I went to the Marine recruiter. He took me back in the back. He played the video. And inside the video, he showed me the video where they was when they was in the gas chamber. Because you know, when we came in back in the day, it wasn't no gas chamber. I didn't have to do nothing. You oh, know man, I did that. I did the gas chamber a couple of times, man. You did? Yeah. I never did. did. When I first really? came, I never did that. I came in in 96. They wasn't doing that for the Air Force. So mm. I, that's my reason for wanting to go to the Air Force because I didn't want that slot in my. I didn't want to look like that. So they, they showed. I went to the Army. They showed me like the exact same thing. I knew I wasn't going to the Navy because I didn't want to be on the damn boat for 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 damn six months. I, that wasn't gonna happen. So, but did not. But I found out later later on from people I know that was in the Navy and like, yeah, I was on the boat, but we would do a bunch of ports. We stop a whole lot, so it's not that bad. But I just didn't want. And I think at the time you couldn't have females on the boat with the men. All right, no. That ain't gonna work for me. I'm not gonna be on no boat stuck on no no boat <laughs> like I'm in prison. So that's why I never thought about the Coast Guard. I never thought about the Navy. It was all either Marine. I knew it wasn't the Army. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't going to the Army. I ain't like their uniforms. So then the next thing up was the Air Force, man. That dude showed me that video of dude just folding their underwear and he's marching around. Everything looks surreal and, 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 and peaceful. I said, that's what that's where I want to go right there. So yeah, that's that's what I did, man. But so I have my next question for you. So how did being in, how do you think being in the music, 
and the military influence how you do music? Or it did it or didn't it? I mean, uh, the military itself, I, I wouldn't say, like, really necessarily influence how I do music. Um, I mean, not directly anyway. I, I would say, like, if it did, like, have an impact, it, it's just kind of like the places it took me and the people that I ended up meeting. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that way, like, it, it definitely, like, influenced me because, you know, I, I got to spend time down south. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm down south. Probably hear like that down south influence, like in me sometimes. Uh, you got you got, you got you got your master PO, which you're trying to yeah. say. <laughs> yeah, every every once in a while you hear like that little that little twang. You know what I mean about you know that the you know and some of that down south bounce type shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. I get like I, I get I get that influence from like where I've been. You know, as a result of um you know being in the military. Because prior to that, I was just primarily on on the east coast. Like my family's from Jersey. You know what I'm saying? Like I was in, you know, near Boston. You know what I'm saying? Like prior to coming to the military, like, you know, I lived all up and down the East Coast, like growing mm-hmm. up. You know, I spent a few little, like, little years here and there, like Arizona, Texas. You know, born in Texas, but uh, mostly like East Coast is my influence. So you know, I grew up, you know, listening to like Nas, Busta Rhymes, you know, Mob Deep, you know, all these cats. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, you know going, you know, getting to meet, like, people from different, you know, walks of life, you know, introduce me to different types of music, like, you know, Outkast. I mean, I was already on Outkast, but then, like, like, do and die, just, uh, you know, Snake, uh, hey, you know, like, you know, so, so, you know, I got to, I got to, you know, experience, like, a, 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 a wider range, Hip hop than I was probably normally exposed to, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. of being there, they live in different places, meet different places that you know put me on like that. You know, that yeah. that influenced me. I say, you know, the military itself didn't didn't necessarily influence me, but 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 it did have an impact. Yeah. Well, you know, same thing for me, man. And I was just in Miami. I wasn't really, you know, I was just doing Miami, man. That's what it was. And then, you know, when I, our first time I ever got on the plane is when I went to the, the, the Latin. So I really didn't know nothing. You know what I'm saying? I just knew what I knew from around the way. And so it was, it, it just, it, it influenced me a lot, man. I met dudes like you, you know what I'm saying? Cat from Chicago. So I really learned that the world is a ghetto because they would tell me stories. I'm like, man, that's the same thing I went through in Miami. You know what I mean? They were, you know, they were telling me stuff, how they mama was, or how situations was. So I was like, man. You know, it was it was similar to me. So, you know, I, I think it influenced my music kind of like the same way, man. That's why I always like to ask that question because I know the military, it, it, everybody who I ask that question say something, say the same thing. Just getting around, meeting different people and how, just meeting them, it broadened the way you work. It broadened your music because, you know, you just think one way sometime and then you meet other people and they, you know, they got different twangs, different way they do things. And like, and, and, you know, you kind of switch up a little bit. So, yeah, I, I you know, I, I'm feeling that, man. Same thing here. So, you know, I got, we got a little comments here. I had to switch back over to the comments, but somebody like mine, they digging my, my Martin, my Martin joint. <laughs> I, I saw that today. I'm like, yo, I'm about to get on this. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to, I'm about to do this. I don't know what this dude's saying right here. I'm trying to read it. It just say Facebook users. So they don't really say nobody names. So I don't know what he's saying right there. I was there because why, why I be the, be the original type of guy watching the people at my funeral and ain't nobody cry. 
raised in Mac. Oh, somebody know your rhymes. That that gotta be I. <laughs> it must be him. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who that. I'm like, what is it? You know what I'm saying? It gotta be him. Cause I'm like, what the hell is that, man? You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man. You know, yeah. You gonna see people jump in and out, man. They come in and out. And they say some, you know what I mean? And they they they, they dip out. But you know, just depend. So let me see. What's the next question? Did you ever want to leave the military and pursue the music while you was in? So for me, I did. You know what I'm saying? You know, I don't know how you felt. I was ready to get the hell out. I was in it for a while. And then I, I never really wanted to be in the military like that. My whole thing was I wanted to be, I wanted to be in the music business. And when I was in Miami, stuff wasn't popping. So and then how pissed off I was when I finally enlisted, Trick Daddy jumped on the scene. Well, nobody, it was just Luke. Then Luke that died out, and there wasn't nothing going on in Miami. Then all of a sudden, Trick Daddy just came out of nowhere. I'm like, damn, man. So, yeah, man, I thought about it. I don't know. So did you think about, you know, pursuing music and getting out doing music while you was in? Bro, all the time. You know what I mean? Like, all the time. Like, I, I told myself, like, like even, like, during my first enlistment, like, I'm just going to do this one enlistment and get out. You know what I mean? And just, you know, the thing was, is, you know, military is comfortable you know what i mean you get comfortable you know what i mean like you, you make a good living in the military it's you know you, it's secure you know what i mean so you know i you know i guess you know a part of me was just afraid to just kind of jump out there and you know and, and just uh you know not have anything to fall back on you know what i mean and like, yeah when the end of my first enlistment came up you know i was like i don't know what i'm gonna do you know right now you know what i mean should i you know, I guess I'll just re-enlist, you know, and then after you you re-enlist the second time, like you pretty much halfway there, you know, to retirement, you're like, well, I might as well, you know what I mean? And if, you know, if you don't have any like opportunities, you know, like, I, you know, of course, I always wanted to do music seriously, professionally, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that, that opportunity never really like, you know, presented itself, you know, to me and, uh, you know, never it just never happened like that you know? yeah um but yeah i mean I, I all the time i was hoping you know that there would be a, a reason for me to just get out it just it just never happened so i stayed in the military and i just you know did did music you know the best i could you know mm -hmm. in between yeah man well i was in the same you know but like i said i when i when i came in like i said i i i, I said i'm gonna do four years I was ready to get out after the four years, right? You know, what I mean? that's before I went to Korea. I was at, I was at McDill. I don't know, I'm ready to get out. I had already planned this what I'm gonna do. I'm getting out of there. I tried to cross train when I got to McDill. I was I'm done with this firefight stuff. And I was like, man, I'm you know, I tried to do it. You know, I was kind of shaky about it. I was wanting to, you know, at the time I really was like, you, you know, we were doing a group thing. And I'm like, this is what I want to do. And you know, and when I when I I so I said, okay, I'm gonna reenlist. I'm gonna reenlist this one time. That's all I said. I'm, I knew I wasn't doing two reenlistments. On active duty, I already knew I wasn't. I said I do this one, and that's it, man. And so that's what I did, man. I didn't want to leave out at the time. He like, I ain't got no place to go. I mean, what you think I'm gonna do? I ain't gonna get. Out. So I said, all right, man, I'm gonna realize one more time. But after this time, I'm about to here because that's what I, I really wanted to pursue it. And I, you know, I thought me and Op was gonna be the one to pursue it. That's a long story down the road, man. But but yeah, I, I definitely was wanting to pursue it when I, you know, when I got. But you know, by that time, man, you got kids, you got responsibilities, and you know, it ain't like you just. You just living for yourself, you know. You gotta, you gotta make choices that's gonna be good for your family. So 
So yeah, I understand that, man. You know what I mean? Like I said, everybody that come on, I ask that question a lot of times. They tell me some some of the same things. They just choices. Only person I know that said fuck it was there was damn uh, was uh, was uh, MRK. He came on here. You know what I'm saying? Mark was like he like yeah. I I, I was a he did twelve. He was twelve years in, and we're like I'm out. I'm done. And he been doing music ever since. Yeah, yep. it's crazy, ain't it? Yeah, he doing he doing good, man. Like, you know, um, that's that's what's up with him. I, I wish I could have done the same, man. You know, I just, you know, I came from nothing. You know what I mean? And yeah. I didn't go back to nothing. You know what I mean? So, you know, sure. I guess I would, you know, fear uh, on my part, man. Yeah, I like that, man. You know, what I'm saying, like I said, I, I was I was a little bit. I, I think I was a little more courageous than I was at the time. And we was doing our thing, so you know. But guess what? Had I not re-enlisted, I wouldn't have met you. I wouldn't have met the Andromeda Boys. We wouldn't have did what we did in Korea. So I'm very happy. I'm happy. You know what I mean? That I, that I did it at the time. But I knew once I got when I got the shot, I said I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm not re-enlisted. <laughs> I'm not. I go to reserves, which I did. I spent the rest of my years in the reserves. I was not going to go back active duty again. I went a couple more times, and every time I went back, I said, "Oh, this ain't for me. <laughs> this ain't for me." I knew immediately that why why I got out the first time. You know what I'm saying? Let's see. Here go the next question. What was one of the the, uh, the moments why in the military when you felt you could, you know, well, I guess that, I guess that's that's something like the same thing. If you feel like you can you can pursue it full time. So here's a better one. Do you ever miss the military? I mean, sometimes, but I mean, not really. You know, I miss certain things about the military, like. Uh, like oddly enough, like I'm, I missed the point. You know what I mean? Like, seems weird, right? But like, I don't know, life's so simple when you're on. Deployment. You ain't got to do shit, but just fucking, yeah. you know, go to work, fucking hit the gym, eat, fucking go to sleep. You know what I mean? Do it all over again. Man. It's like, kind of block everything else out, man. Like, I, mm -hmm. I don't know. I just kind of that simplicity that that was uh, that that came with the point. You know what I mean? And I, I mean, I'm, I miss, I miss, you know, some, some aspects of the military, you know, just kind of like getting around and meeting people, you know, just always kind of going somewhere and doing something. Um, you know, I, I don't miss the military culture though, like at all. Like mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't miss it. I, I don't miss like a lot of the, the type of people that you meet in the military. Like you meet a lot of good people. You also meet a lot of shitty people. Yeah. You know what I mean? People, you know, uh, rank it comes to their personality. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't like those people. I don't want to go back to having to work with those yeah. type of people. That, that, that's why I was like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to reenlist. I didn't want to go active duty like that no more. Because I just, and, it's, and the thing was, you know, each his own, man. I felt like a lot of times, you know, I was in this situation and I couldn't do nothing about it. Like, I, you know, I had to. Some people was assholes. They wasn't right, and I had to just deal with it. I'm like, man, I don't want to deal with these dudes. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm ready. I want to knock them out. <laughs> I want to hurt them if I, you know, you can't do that. Or you're going to jail. So you had to, you had to kind of, you know, it, it taught me a lot of discipline. But at the end of the day, man, I, I knew it was just so much of that. I, could take. I know, I know my limit. I know the longest I could stay on active duty at any given time was a year. I knew anything past that, it ain't going to work out because, because, you know, people, real, uh, you know, real personalities come out, who they really are jumps out and you get to see. You know, the, you know the, the true people, the true person, and so that that yeah. So I'm, I'm with you, man. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm with you all day. So, all right, so my next question is, what was one of your most memorable hip-hop moments while surfing? Mine was meeting Rakim. Not, not Coolio. Remember that time we met Coolio? Was you there when we met Coolio in Korea? Uh, nah, I, I met, uh, I didn't meet Coolio in Korea. I met Tretch. Um, yeah. From uh, Naughty by Nature. Yeah. Like, where I got up. Where, where the hell was we? Where was the crew at? Was that before we got there? I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't know. I, we met, I don't know. Bronx hooked us up with damn Coolio. I was like, that, that's not the moment. That was not my hip hop moment right there, me and Coolio. Really? I met I met I met Tretch, you know what I'm saying? And uh he had some other cats there with him performing and shit. Like I actually got up on stage and freestyled like with him. Really? Like, while I was there. That, yeah, that was pretty dope. Um, you know, uh, I, I don't know if that was like, you know, my my highest, you know, hip hop moment, you know, necessarily while in the military. Like I, I would say probably like my highest hip hop moment was was really like was when so all of us were like there yeah. together. We were performing, we were, like tearing up the shows and and fucking winning all the all the damn uh, contests. Hey, but really, Bronx said the same thing when he was on here. Like, Bronx yeah. said it. <laughs> Bronx was always in Miami. We shot. I shot the the video for uh, you know around my way in um in Miami. And when I shot the video, I did my podcast down there with with, with Bronx and I, me, Op and Bronx did you know did it on um uh, on did a podcast, man. Uh, and he, that's what he said. He said, man, his most memorable moment, I asked him the exact, the exact same question. He said, my most memorable uh, moment was with uh, with us in Korea, man. I mean, it, we just all had, like, this great synergy that going, you know, at the time. And, like, it just, like, everything felt like it was falling into place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we were, we were, like, getting the love, you know what I'm saying? Like, people were, were recognizing us, you know what I'm saying? Like, knew who we were, like, when... when motherfuckers came to the club and they knew that Andromeda was going to do some shit like that. <laughs> like, people was feeling that shit. Like, we, we had a little clout, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like, that's like a memorable time for me, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I, sometimes I wish we could go back and relive that shit, you know what I mean? Hey, man. Hey, <laughs> you preaching to the choir, bro. I, be, I feel that's why I always try to get all these cats on the, on the, on the record. That's why I do what I do. I always try to get, you know, I always got something with them cats on it. And that's the reason why, because that's that's our way of reliving that moment. Because people, when I tell people, you know, I just tell people how cold we was and how we just, you know, we shut down a damn talent show. We shut down a whole club because nobody wanted to go because we wasn't there performing. Yeah, they just they disqualified us one time because they, they said we were professionals. Yeah. That was that time, and they shut it down. Like, we couldn't go back. Me and Op had to go down and talk to the manager, try to negotiate for the crew. But they was like, nah, y'all can't come back here. Y'all professionals. Y'all ain't allowed to come back here. That's how dope and how cold we were. Every week, we had so many people in the arsenal. One week, you'll go, you'll win. Next week, Bob Drake will go. Tara will go. Me and Op will go. You know what I'm saying? We had so many people, you know, Drake will go. He'll go shut it, play his song, and shut it, shut it down. You know what I mean? I mean, we was doing, you know, it was, it was crazy, man. I tell people, they just do not believe how how raw and how cold and how dope it was back then. And yeah, you know, I it, I don't think it's over. I think I think if we if we if I can get everybody together like I planned doing in July, right? Like get everybody together and do what I want to do. 
you know, it's gonna be a little different. And maybe that'll spark some, you know, spark cats, man. I mean, I, I'm I'm always out here. You always doing it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a handful of us. Donnie still do stuff. It's a handful of us that be like, yo, we gonna we gonna make it happen. You know, and, and I do that because shit, I, I loved it. I still love. If I didn't love hip hop the way I love hip hop, I wouldn't be doing this podcast right now. You know, I was always like hoping that like fucking something would happen where y'all like ended up back in like the same place again. Oh, right. you know? Close by to one another, man, but fucking the military just spread us the fuck out. Spread out, us out man. If you know, back then they didn't have what they got now. You could record stuff. We did it. We did it for the, the, the record in Korea. We did the album. We did in Korea. We did it. But guess what? It, it sounded crazy. People, some people voices. It, the technology is. We was like way ahead of our time back then, man. We was way ahead of our time. Sometimes I sometimes I think like I was born into the wrong era. You know what I'm saying? Like I wish that. Like I had been born into the era that was more technologically advanced, you know what I'm yeah. saying, where we could take advantage of shit that we have now. Like, we're, you know, right now we're on a face-to-face. You know, we didn't have that shit back then. Like, I think I think we had like a a rudimentary like you know version of Skype back then. You know what I mean? That was, but you didn't have video. Like, you could, you could make phone calls over the computer. I think that's about as advanced as shit got about back then. But like, we didn't have like none of this stuff. We could collab. You know what I mean? Like where you could like uh you know make music on the computer the same way you can now. Like like man, I, back in the back then I was I was recording everything on like a digital eight track. You know what I'm saying? I had a little digital eight track and down and mix and bounce it over to the stereo track so I could free up these these six tracks again and had to keep doing that and like if you fucked it up, you it was over. There, there's you know what I'm saying? So you had to get it right. Yeah. Uh, Totally different world now, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I got a question with you. So you think it's all on them lines. So let me ask you something. Do you think that the social media and the way technology is right now for these younger dudes, do you think it's a it's a gift? You know, and, or, or a curse? Or you know what I'm saying? Or you think it's just, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 just it's, it's just it's just a gift. I mean, which one do you think? You think it's a gift or you think it's a curse, or you think it's both? That's the question. I think it's a double-edged sword be honest because like it's it's one of those things like social media being what it is now like basically you don't necessarily need a label to get on like look at russ you know what i mean like i love russ, russ one of my favorite dudes man russ put himself on how did he do that he leveraged social media you know what i'm saying he knew how to, he knew how to you know work that shit he did it let the music speak for itself and he was able to just push it that way you know social media makes that possible um so so it, it makes it makes it you know anybody virtually able to be heard and to find an audience without like having a major question mm-hmm. at the same time anybody can find an audience it's something that's not always a good thing like you know, yeah island you know island boys like oh my god <laughs> and fucking whatever and into the into the mic like i don't even think they actually have a song they have a hook that they just sing over and over again um you know what i mean like so it's like you know sometimes like personality i guess is enough or or just i it it makes it possible like so like the lowest common denominator can it, it crowds it crowds out the the you know the, what, am I, what am i trying to say Know the space, you know, 
I mean, it's great, you know, because, you know, a lot of people have talent and they can get their, their sound out there. But sometimes, you know, like there's, it's so overly saturated, you know I'm saying, and not all of it is good and it just rounds out some of the other stuff that actually is good. That's why you get like some of this mainstream stuff that all sounds fucking same. And then you don't hear like the, you know, the good underground cats that are like really kind of pushing the envelope, innovating, coming up with new sound and stuff like that. Like you're just hearing just more of the same, or just, you know. So it, it's a double-edged sword, man. You just yeah. good I, and it's bad. I think it's a gift and a curse too. I'm with you. I think I think that you know when you're talking about the good is that they cutting out the middleman a lot because. You know these these young cats. You know it's because it, the record business ain't stopped. If they can get a hold of somebody that got some talent, they trying to lock you in and bleed you. They try they they using your talent to make so you to make somebody else rich. You know what I'm saying? They, they the young guys done took that away from that. You know what I'm saying? They they like being they independent. They make money doing independent. They do their thing, and it's it's a it's a good thing for them. And a lot of them that's they got a lot of time in the day to spend to that. You know I, mean, I spend a little bit of time on social media, man. I, I do what I gotta do. It serves a purpose. You know, I, I I like, you know, I put out music because I like to do it. It's something that's I'm passionate about. That's why I do it. I don't expect for anything. I expect for the for you to listen to it. You like it, you like it, you tune in, you don't. You know what I mean? I'm pushing, I'm, I push it like I push it. But you know, we able to do it that way, able to put videos out, you know, click and hang on link it is, you know. We didn't have that opportunity back in the days. So I I think it's a gift for these young dudes because they're cutting out the middleman. You know, they still got 360 deals that these guys are, you know, are, are signing, which is about the dumbest thing I ever, I ever know for somebody to want to do. You know what I mean? But it's still, it's you know, it's, it's, it's still a gift for them. But as for a curse, okay, so why I feel like it's a curse for these young boys is because it all of them become, they, it's social media beefs. It's social media beef. It started with them, somebody saying something slick on the thing, and then when they see each other, it, it ain't no talking. It's just I'm ready to rock. Back in the days, you you know somebody said something to you. You had to catch them cats somewhere and see them. And you know it might turn into a fight. It might not. But you but you done said so much crazy stuff on social media. That stuff done build up so much. So when these dudes see each other, it's straight walk. Case in point, I, you know I look. You know I, I like this cat, young uh, King Bomber, right? I, you know I, I I wasn't really checking for him. I started listening to a little bit of his music. Him and Lil Dirt, because I think Lil Dirt like one of the hottest things out right now. He's the hottest dude for, in, in, for these, you know, for these young boys, right? So I check him out, and you know, in, in, in the way this man lost his life, it's going to show you. That's what it is, you know. All that talking on the internet and all that stuff went on. You know, it's a, what's called. I don't know the guy mess, might mess his name, but Ron Hondo, Rondo, whatever his name. Quando Rondo, whatever. They was beefing with each other, you know. But they beat. He was from Chicago. This cat King Bond. He goes to Atlanta. In this man's neighborhood, this dude, Quando Rondo, is from Atlanta. That's mistake number one. You talking all this stuff, y'all talking back and forth, and then he he made a cardinal mistake, man. He rolled up on this dude. The dude boys are he had his boys, but this boy from Chicago, these dudes from from, from Atlanta. This is their hometown. This is their area. He rolled up on the dude. He got a fellow. He you know they're fighting one on one. He punched the cat. You know what I'm saying? He was fighting this other dude's boy. Shot him. Dude, boy, shot him. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he was winning the dude. They was fighting. Was, you know, it, it go from zero to, to, to 100 in, in like minutes. So, it, it's, you know, it's because everything is so quick. It's so, you know what I mean? When you would usually see somebody, y'all maybe be able to talk it out like me. You can't even do that no more. It's a straight war. 
so like I said, it's, I, I think it's a gift and a curse, man. It, it is what it is. You, I, I don't think social social media ain't going nowhere. We old heads either gonna adapt or we gonna get left back in the in the, in the woods. You know what I'm saying? Overcome. Say what? You gotta move with the times, man. Like, like you said, you know what I'm saying? You either hop on the bus, you get left behind. You get left behind. Yeah, you just get on my nerves, man. To be, I, I just can't be on there all day long. I try, but you know, but you gotta think these cats done mastered that. They all day. This is their generation. I'm the same way, man. Like, I, it's hard for me to remember, to like, like or just to stop and think, oh, I should post this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, right. we ain't cut for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it just all feels so, like, kind of like just artificial and fake. It's like, well, you know, like if I'm enjoying myself, I'm out, like, doing something. Like, really, like, the last thing I'm doing, I'm thinking about is, like, oh, I should put this on Instagram. Like, you know what I mean? But it's like, that's what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Really, like, if you want to, like, establish a following and everything got to get peaks into your life i just i'm just not real good at like they can do that all the time. you know what i mean yeah you know what i'm saying so yeah man i i, I do the same thing i'll be out somewhere i'll be trying to remember to do i had planned on before we we came and jumped on here i was gonna jump on and i was gonna say something real quick on on, on, on you know social media sometimes i remember sometimes i don't which is that which is not good for what you're trying to do so that, that I can say these young boys got this thing, they got this thing uh, on lock. So I, I can't be mad at them. But uh, so my, my next question, man, is um, what obstacles did you face as an artist in the military? Like I had a supervisor that was all right with me going and doing stuff. Like we did that. I forgot we did something for the 4th of July, I think. It was a benefit for the, 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 uh, uh, the kids. Remember we did that whole collage on stage of, of, of songs? I think we yeah. did it for orphans, man. You know what I'm saying? I was able to put that on my EPR. I'm probably the only dude, you know what I'm saying, that was able to put some hip-hop stuff on my EPR. Mm. I did. <laughs> so that's why I ask questions like that. My question is, what kind of obstacles did you face, you know, when you was when you was an artist? You know, was 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 it, you know what I'm saying, was, did, did, did somebody try to stand in your way? Or what, was it just the fact of you being in the military and it just being hard to kind of do things you wanted to do? Yeah, I think it was, it, for me, it was mostly just being in the military just made it hard, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you know, you aren't going to, uh, you know, negotiate your, you know, if you, you had duty, like, you know, oh, I got a show, like, nobody's going to let you, you know, get out, you know, to go do that, you know what I'm saying? You just better hope you got, you know, some time off, you take some leave or some shit like that. Um, you know, so, it, you know, you had to work the music around it. Around, um, you know, at least for me, you know, I, I didn't in the, in the career field I was in, like it was it was mostly a bunch of good old boys. You know what I'm saying so, like, you know, I, I never like me being me, you know what I'm saying, the type of dude that I am, like, you know, I never really get in, you know what I'm saying, like in that respect, like I, they they never, you know, those type of people, you know, don't take, uh, you know, somebody like seriously. So like, you know, I, I guess I had to deal with deal with that. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. in the military, you know, it's just I had to I just had to do it. You know, and I could. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I wasn't gonna get no support from my from my leadership or nothing. 
So let me ask you, man, since you brought that up, you know, I, you know, I don't be thinking like that, man, but you brought it up. We're going to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? How you, do you feel like, <clears throat> how you feel about that? Being, you know, hip hop and being a white dude. And you know what I mean? Just to be honest with you, I ain't never really checked for it like that. You know what I'm saying? Because you was always just a real dude. You was a real one. I never, I never really cared whether or not you were white. And you see, I started off with this whole show. I, you know, I didn't say nothing about it. I had another cat on here uh, who's a white dude who's a rapper. You know what I'm saying? He from, he, I think he from, I forgot where he's from, man. He from Jersey, man. He, uh, he does promotions and he do stuff like that. Uh, Sean Delaney. Uh, he good dude too, man. I never even approached him with that stuff. I know you, me and you a little closer. We know each other a little bit more. I, n- I never really, you know, I don't know. Just, it just, you know, it was just seamless. <laughs> you know, like you be hanging around, you be chilling with us, and nobody ever was like, okay, they go rich, rich the white guy. You know what I'm saying? We just didn't never care. Yeah, and it, and that's how that's how it is with you know with genuine people. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you know, we we all just you know we just like hip hop. You know what I mean? This it didn't really matter. But you know, to the people that are outside, you know, of hip hop, you know what I mean? Like they they you know, they look at it, you know, a certain way, you know what I'm saying? Some people look down on it, you know. They uh you know, they make fun of it. Yeah. You know, do do they wanna mock it, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you know, for folks that, that didn't grow up listening to hip hop, like they don't realize like how how much of an art form like it really is you know what i mean like like, oh. uh, like rap music like it's poetry like over a beat you know what i'm saying like it's just oh, not me. it's not just like me just you know rhyming car with bar and you know what i mean it, it's, oh, wow. you can you can like literally just take whole sentences and rhyme them with whole sentences and phrases yeah. and, and give me like you know rhymes inside of the rhymes you know, yep. just whole themes, you know, throw back to, you know, a rhyme that you did like four bars ago. Like if, if you're mm-hmm. clever enough, you know what I'm saying? Like you say things, you know what I mean? You, you put messages, you put little jewels in there. Like you say things, you know, double entendres. Yeah. You know, it's like there's levels to it. You know what I'm saying? So like people who didn't grow up listening to the hip hop and rap music, they just don't, they don't see it like that. They just see they they see rap music as you know mother goose with a with a drum beat you know what I mean yeah they don't just don't know <laughs> listening to it like that so you know it is what it is man yeah man I, I always thought like I said man I never I never felt that way about you I was like man you always was a you know real dude you came around I never was thinking like oh Rich the white dude he was you know I, I don't know how people is man but. I feel like they think it's cultural appropriation. And I feel like this. I say, it, it, you know, it depends on where you grow up and how you grow up. You know, it, it, I don't think Eminem is out there trying to steal. People think that. I don't think that. I think that he really is, a, he really is an MC. <laughs> he go up against anybody. He don't care who it is. He, he just going to take their ass down. Got nothing to I mean, do with it's, it. It's, to be honest, I mean, the, the, the only folks I really ever got that shit from was pretty much other white people. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you know most, most black folks, you know, never really like that. You know what I mean? They don't care. You know what I'm saying? We don't care. It's, you know, I know they, they feel like, you know, but it's a cultural thing, how you dress, how you walk. If you grew up in hip-hop, if you was listening to Tribe Called Quest back in the days, if you listen to N.W.A., whatever that was, 
that's how you dress. That's how you walk. That's what it is. A cultural thing. It had nothing to do with this other stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I, you know, I, I want to ask you. I, when you brought it up, I said I asked you, but I didn't ask Sean Delaney, Delaney about it. I didn't ask about it. You know what I mean? But I felt like me and you were a little tighter, so I can ask you about it. I don't know you went through stuff, man. But look at this. They laugh at me. They laugh at me. <laughs> they been laughing at. They only start taking me serious now because I won't give a damn. And they see that I'm able to achieve the things I'm able to achieve, even still being hip hop. I put it right there on Facebook for you to see. I don't care whether you if, if you ain't gonna hire me for a job because I like hip hop, don't hire me. Then the same thing you hire somebody else because they like rock music. Because it's only music. It's a cultural thing. You know what I'm saying? So if you go not gonna like me because I'm the hip hop chief because I say who I am. Then don't 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 mess with me. But I ain't gonna stop being myself for nobody. And that's why I always because how I'm gonna live with me. I grew up in this culture. This is who I am. That's why I say I, I respect, you know, I can imagine what you had to go through with, you know, some of them cats, you know, but just, they laugh. Like I said, people laugh at me too, man. They be like, man, you funny, you know, the 40 year old rap or whatever until they hit me around. Then <laughs> I be like, okay, you, you ain't just one of them cats. No, I'm not one of them dudes. I've been doing this. I, when I tell you I do this, I do, and you exactly the same. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to play your stuff. You got skills. Everybody can't say they got skills. And everybody in our crew, I'll put our crew against anybody from Griselda. I will. I'll put our crew against any hip-hop crew out there. Anytime. That's why I want to do this thing in July. I'm telling you. We got we got we got another posse cut that we did. You know what I'm saying? This year. It's called Broken Glass. I'm telling you right now. Anybody listen to us right now, we, I will put my crew against anybody who you got. And this man sitting right here. Is a part of that crew, and we will destroy you. You heard me. Facts. <laughs> I'm not saying it. I'm telling you. Don't 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 get it twisted. Don't think what you see. He he telling you some. He telling the truth. He he cold blooded. I'm gonna leave it like that. You know what I mean? But that was my rant. <laughs> I gave a quick rant. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, uh. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> so what did you like about the military and what did you least like about the military? Um, I mean, what I liked most about the military was just getting to travel, being exposed to, you know, new places, you know, new people, new things, culture, you know, getting to experience, you know, all those things, like, you know, that's a good thing about the military. It'll take you place. You know what I mean? You get to meet people. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I got, I got, you know, I got to be influenced, you know, by a, a wide range, you know what I mean, of, of different individuals, all walks of life, you know what I mean? I got to see, you know, different places and, you know, do things that I wouldn't have been able to do otherwise, you know what I mean? So, I mean, that's, that's the thing I liked about the military. Um, what I what I didn't like, you know, was, uh, you know, like I said before, sometimes people, you know, the you know the people that you, you know that you meet in the military, like you meet a lot of good people, you also meet a lot of bad, people, you know what I mean? People, you know, you know the rank structure in the military, you know, makes it sometimes where you got to work with some shitty people, you know what I mean? And and you got to fucking uh, you know, bite your tongue. You know what I mean? You know, you know <laughs> not every not everybody 
is is meant to be in a leadership position. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, you, you work for some asshole, and just that they really relish that that fact that you know they get to boss other people around. Like they're not they're bosses. They're not leaders. You know what I mean? Like, you know, just, yeah. you know, those people that just throw their rank around. You know what I mean? That's that's the shit that I just hated and made me like just despise it. You know, for a long time. You know, it's like a it's a it's kind of like a small miracle that I made it as far as I did. I made it to the end. Got to retire. Like, probably plenty of times where I probably should have fucking found myself on the other side of the gate, but. I was I was never really very good at holding my tongue. Like I had a, you know, I didn't really have much of a filter when shit was fucked up. I said, "This is fucked up. Why are we doing it? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing it this way?" You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, I, I just that that was the shit I hated. You know, sometimes the wrong people got elevated. You know what I mean? And you ended up having to work for them. Yeah, and it just made it miss. You know, yeah, I saw a lot of that, man. You know, you know, I did. I, you know, I saw. I, I think I never. I tell you, I never experienced racism until I went to the military. Number one, I never experienced. You know, people who just didn't have no. They, they didn't have no people skills. They never. You know, I worked as a Walmart supervisor. I was. A, I was a department manager, and I cut my teeth on on how to be a manager. So I knew how to manage people and how to be how to treat people. My first philosophy is always. Treat people the way you want to be treated and the way they want to be treated. If you're doing people those two ways, you ain't never gonna have no problem. But if you never know, if you don't, if nobody ever taught you that, and you don't have that doctrine behind you, you gonna just treat people shitty. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of the people that's they came in the military, they were 17, 16. They ain't never know nothing about life. Anything they got, you know, supervision wise from their parents or what they learned in Airman Leadership School or NCO Academy, Senior NCO Academy. They didn't really have no life experience. I was lucky. I came in the military at 22 years old, but I was a manager at 18, 19. So I already had a kind of idea of how I wanted to be treated and how I want to treat people. But everybody don't have that kind of stuff, man. And unfortunately, in the military, military is a place for people, for racists and very bad supervisors to hide. Very, very bad supervisors to hide, man. And, and then we have to come in contact with them. And then sadly, some people start feeling like that's what it's supposed to look like, and then they take on that trait, even though they, they don't like the way they're being treated like that. But they'll turn right around and they'll take that same those same traits, and now they'll be they'll turn around and be buttholes because they think that's the way it's supposed to be. So yeah, hey, yeah, I think <laughs> old boys, you know, what I'm saying they do that, you know, undercover racism, like you know, you know how they really feel. They go home, you probably use that word. You know what I'm saying? You. When they come to work, they gotta be slicker about it. Yeah, it was, yeah, I definitely, you know, found myself proud of that. Yeah, man. Like I said, I, now I did like, you know, I did like to travel. I like all that stuff. I met a lot of good people like you. I met some good people along the way that I know I've been friends with for all of my life. Over 20 years, me and this man have been friends. You know what I'm saying? So, so you know, you know, we know we're friends and we don't see each other for a long time. And, when you know this is an example of that how everybody ain't the same right so and how we don't i didn't care about color none of this other stuff right he just he just sold a house right he came in my house he stayed in my house for what a couple weeks stayed with me he, he did his thing 
you know, we helped out, whatever it was, you know what I mean? It, it, was, it, it, it was it was love. It wasn't like, hell, he, you know, I, I really had checked, you know, been like that with him. I think I saw you, what, 20, 2019 and 20, I think it was 2018, 2019, 2017, I think. But I went and I came to New York and we went to New Jersey. And went to the uh... Apollo. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I ain't seen this man since then. But he said, yo, you know what I mean? I need to get this stuff done in my crib in Langley, over here by Langley. You know, I need, you know, you you know, you mind I come over there with you? And I said, yeah, man, come on. Come on. You, you, you ain't even got to ask no question like that. My house is your house. That's the kind of relationships you form in the military. You know what I mean? So you, 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 you do meet good people. So I did like that. But on the other hand, you see how people are just not good supervisors. They're just good, not people, perfect people. And it make, it make you resentful. And, and, and the sad thing about it is you can't punch them in the mouth. Now, you know, I ain't going to lie. A couple of times I had to pull some cats to the side and be like, look, man, I'm not I'm not who you think I am. Because <laughs> when we walk outside this gate, I'm somebody else. You know what I mean? So I had to do that a couple of times. But other than that, man, you know, and, and I don't know them cats. You know, I, I, I do. I take it back. I do see them. You know what I mean? I, I done climbed a lot in the military. I done ran across all of them cats and assholes before. And they see me now, and you know what I'm saying. Or oh, they looking for jobs, and you know what I mean. You just never know who you who you messing with on your way to the top, and what gonna happen to that person. And now, get what? I'm in charge of hiring people and firing people. And if I see your name come across my desk, and I know you're that person, you ain't gotta worry about getting get work with me. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. So think about that. That's all I'm gonna say. You just never know who you you gonna you gonna, you gonna pass up on the way up to the top. You don't know. Might see him on the way back down too. All right. So uh next question is um did you do did, did you or or do you put any experiences from the military in your in your your music? Earlier I said has it has it influenced you, but now because I if you ever noticed, I can rap about Panama a thousand times. I don't know if you ever noticed that. So go back and listen. He's gonna reference him and him and Donnie, they're gonna reference something about Panama in their music at some point. Me, eh. I think the first time I referenced something about Panama in years was in our new song we got now. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, man, I ain't, you know, I don't hardly talk about nothing about the military in my song, but do you reference or do you have, you know, put some some of your experiences in the military from the military in your music? Now that you mention it, I I have noticed that. Panama. Oh. Well, they talk about it's either Korea. Or Panama, they're talking about Ajiman trying to catch the dog on taxi. Listen to their music; they're gonna always throw it in there. But uh, but no, I don't. I don't think I really do. I, I don't. I ain't never uh, really been one to like like speak about the military or anything like in in my songs. I think the uh, the the only time I really had was recently. Um, and that was for a song on BA's project. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you heard that one. Um, I heard them all. He, he, they played me the. They played me like the, the. You know, they did like a little release party, and I, I, I listened to all of. Them. Yeah. So like on the record, I stopped playing. <laughs> so like on there, like it, there's a song we're actually like we're actually talking about like the time we had when we were back in Korea. So like I. So my vote, you know, I wrote my verse, you know, basically about that time. You know what I mean? It's, it's uh, so that's that's the only time I really reference anything like specifically about the military. And even then, it's not really about the military. It's just about a place we were. You know what I mean? 
um, you know, it's about a time in, in Korea, you know, when we were there, you know what I mean? And, and, the, and the time we had, we just have to be in the military at the time. So, um, so no, I, don't, I don't really talk too much about the military. Yeah. My man Black must have jumped. He said facts earlier. Well, we were talking about stuff. I must have missed it. But he said facts to the stuff we were talking about. <laughs> but yeah, man, you know, I, I, like I said, I don't really put a lot here and there. I might throw something in there, but, you know, it's few and far between. Uh, you know, those shape my life. But you got to think, Quest and, 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 and um, you know, Donnie and, and, and Op, they came in the middle. They came in early. They were young. So that everything that, that, that they experienced, it really shaped them, you know what I mean, that way. Me, I was running the street. You know what I'm saying? I was doing my thing. I had, you know, <laughs> I had the cutlass with the hammers and hammers and bowls on it. I was doing me. You know what I'm saying? I had big chain. I had goals. I was already doing stuff. I had I was already something else before I came in the military. So it never really was that for me. You know, if I, I'll say something here and there about stuff, but it's not really, you know, it's not really something I'm gonna write my rhymes. I'm just like, yeah, I need to put something about when I was back in the military. Because when I had to leave out that gate, done. I don't know. Everybody can't do what I do, but when I leave out the gate from work, I, I'm able to put work and leave work at work. I'm gone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that was a yeah. thing for me. Like I, I definitely when I when I'm at work and when I'm not at work, like you know, you have to be like two different people. You know what I'm saying? I try my best not to let them overlap. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, the, you know who I am. You know. You know, outside of uniform, you know, definitely problematic if I brought it into uniform. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, you know, it, it took me a while to learn that. You know, kind of mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But, like, when I'm not in uniform, I'm like, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? We know. I saw you on the video. I was like, who's this dude rapping? You know what I'm saying? It was like, <laughs> oh, you know, that's rich. I'm like, what? You know what I'm saying? Oh, back in the days, he was Rich Galena. He said, <laughs> he said, we all have changed our name along the way. You know what I'm saying? I, I, what was my name? What the hell? I was academics. I was act. Called act. They still throw it every now and then. When you hear somebody say, they say act rhymes, or I say act, that's because everybody called me academics back in the day. But guess what? Some DJ cat, now he'd be on TV. His name is academic. DJ academic. So, you know, I, I don't really say it like that. But if you ever hear somebody say act, or I say act in a song, that's what they're talking about. So, yeah. But anyway, yeah, man, I'm, I'm with you. I'm gonna leave that gate. I've been good, and now I don't want nothing to do with it. I'm done. Uh, let me see. Uh, what were some of the lessons you learned in the military? And if you could do it again, what would you do? Have done different? That's a tough question, ain't it? I ask that question a lot. <laughs> Good answer. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, I, I would say that if I could go back and, and do it all again, like I would be a lot more intentional, you know, like how I, I just proceeded through life, my career, like that, you know, 
guess for a long time, my head is kind of in the clouds, you know what I'm saying? And, and the military kind of makes it easy, you know what I'm saying? Because like I said, it's comfortable. you got a steady paycheck, you ain't got to worry about shit, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, I should have been a lot more intentional with how I proceeded, you know what I mean? And I should have you know, um, focused more on, like, setting things up for the future rather than just kind of all in I think that's the crap I might have felt. You know. Yeah. I never really kind of knew what I wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? Outside of the military, like that, just doing my various little art shit that I do. You know what I mean? So like, I, I never had like a like a field of study that I wanted to go to school for. Like, I, and that shit just never really clicked for me. You know what I mean? So it's like. I just like man, just let just let it ride and it'll just be what it is. So I, I don't know, maybe I guess that's the only lesson I can really think of at the moment, you know, being put on the spot is that I should have been a lot more intentional and conscious, you know. So if you could do it different, that what you would if you would you know, that was a lesson learned, if you could do something different, you would have just been a little more conscious, a little more intentional about things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, you know, I, I, I kind of had an ideal when I was in the military, kind of had some things. Luckily for me, I was a fireman, and I, I, I worked with dudes. I worked with civilians, and they were making all kinds of money. I'm like, well, I need to get out and make this money right here. So I knew when I got out, if I need to find a – what happened was I had a guy. I, I was uh, I was at Shaw Air Force Base, and some dudes were, were deployed to Shaw to support – you know, people was Iraq was at the time. You know, Iraq had just popped off. They said they were there supporting guys who, you know, everybody's deploying and stuff. So, I mean, it was from Miami. It was from Homestead. And so they were like, look, man, you know what I'm saying? We, you know, when you ready to get out, you, you know, we, you know, we get you something, get you a job down here back home in Miami. So I was fortunate enough to be able to leave one thing and jump right into something else, like, pretty quick. So I never really had, you know, I, I knew, I, I, you know, I knew it was an option I could do. And it just, it just so happened to work for me. I'm at that point in my life. I got other things. You know, I got you know probably one more thing I want to achieve, and then you know I'm not sweating. I'm not really worried. And I'm you know I work toward doing that, but I realize I'm at that point right now. Where I'm, you know I got a couple more years. I'm ready to retire. I know I'm gonna retire. I know what I'm gonna do. I'm just I'm just on that on, on on that thing. You know what I mean? But so I was one of the most fortunate ones. But I was another one whose job did not really allow him to just get out the military and just fall into something else. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, you know, and, and I don't think he had that. He wasn't thinking the same way. And that's why it was a little hesitant for him to want to get out. And, you know, and I had to be sensitive to that, man, because early on, I was a little mad. You know, so I wanted to get out and do stuff. He didn't want to go. But, you know, hearing you and hearing other people come on here and talk, that's why I like doing these podcasts, man. You know, uh, you know, I, I get to hear different things and different, uh, you know, people's different experiences. And that made me think back, damn, you know, that's probably why he was feeling the way he was feeling. That's why he was thinking the way he was thinking. You know, I mean, it's 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 difficult, you know, if you don't really have something to just jump jump right into, like I did being a fireman. Now, you probably could have did that with fuels, but I doubt if you want to jump out and become a damn fuels guy. That's the thing, man. Like, like fuels is cool and all that, but man, I wasn't passionate about that shit at all. Like, it was just a job for me. You know what I mean? It was just something, to, something that I, it was a thing that I had to do every day. But like, I had no. I never had no aspirations, aspirations, you know, about like getting out and fucking going back into fuel. Like, 
you know, I, I mean, I, I explored it a little, you know, after I got out, you know, I, but like, never, you know, I, I just never passionate about that job. Man. Like, yeah. You know, I never saw, so I'm pretty passionate, huh? I never saw myself like doing that long term. Like that. Yeah. In the beginning, I didn't think I was going to be doing firefighting a long time. I tried to get out. I tried to cross train. I tried to do other things. But, you know, it just it just, it just fell out. You know, I'm one that, and I was talking to my girl about it earlier. You know, I said, you know what? You know, I'm, I'm one that believe that whatever God got for you, he got for you. And can't nobody change that. You know what I'm saying? And I always try to look at the positive of things. Man, I say, well, I'm, I, whatever you got, that's what it is. That's what it is. You know, I, I believe that. You know what I mean? I know, I, you know. I, I know how you roll, <laughs> but, uh, but that's how I roll. You know, so I just think that whatever it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be, man. I just I fell into things the way I fell into it. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, I don't know, but I, I, I like I said, I understand now how that is now. Cause, you know, hearing you and seeing what I was going through, and I, and I was upset because he didn't want to come out the military at the military at the time. Why he didn't want to jump in? But I, I understood. You know, I, you know, and, and like I said, we really we we done got real tight. We had one fallout. In our whole relationship, and now we like you know. Even if I don't talk to him all week, and sometimes I don't talk to Op for like two, three weeks, and then I call him like, "We're good, man." And we act like we've been talking for two, two, three weeks straight. It's just like that. The same way when you came down here, it's, it's just, it's just we just cut different. You know what I mean? We just got good friendships, man. But yeah, man, I, you know, I think you know a lot of things I would have did different too, man. I mean, I, I think about a lot of stuff. I think you know, uh, I think I would have. I think I would have probably went to school a little earlier than like the last year when I was getting ready to get out, start going to school and, and then trying to get myself. I wound up getting the degrees and stuff, but if I had known what I knew, like the military sets it up so that you can't focus on school right away. So I, I, I mentor people and I'm like, man, like my sister's in right now. I say, man, take your butt to school, get yourself, because you'll look around and then four years will be up quick for how, how many years you was in. You're like, damn, why I didn't go to school? Why I didn't do what I was supposed to do? You know what I mean? There was so much going on. I know right now why my sister hadn't gone to school because my sister, you know, you know, we just lost our mom, man. So she's dealing with some stuff. And so I understand. But I I, be, I tell her, like, man, you going back to school, man. You know, go and get it. Go and make it happen. Um, all right, so let's go to the next question here. Um, so I had, oh, I know what I wanted to ask you. I got, I'm gonna ask this question here in a minute. But um, but what I want to ask is, uh, I got I got this, this is a good one too, but what I want to ask you is. Um, man, my mind slipped. <laughs> that's that's the bad thing about getting over me. <laughs> I'm like, damn, old mind went. But I want to say, like, because I don't have that question written down, but I, got, I I know it's a good question. I want to ask. Um, oh, I know the stuff you got going on, man. Your, you you know you got insurance stuff going on. I know you just you just started your um your uh your you know your your uh, your, your graphic design stuff, man. You know, talk a little bit about that, how you got to that. Because you were talking to me about it. I am going to do some stuff, which I, uh, you know, I'm talking to my girl about it. So I'm, I'm going to sit down and we're going we're gonna to do some stuff, man. But, uh, you know, talk a little bit about it and then talk a little bit about, you know, what, you know, how you kind of got into that and you, you and your graphic design stuff. So uh, I'll start with the graphic design stuff. Like, that's something that I've just kind of done for, like, a long time. You know what I mean? Um. I think I like I've always been like really into like art. Like when I was young, I used to draw a lot and stuff like that. But naturally, like, you know, as like came into the computer age and stuff, I you know, learned how to do stuff on a computer. And uh, 
don't know. Like, I think I, I think it really like kind of kicked off like while we were in Korea. Like, like, um, like I started doing, you know, uh, like graphic stuff, you know, like on the computer and stuff like that. You know, I had access to computers. You know, I didn't have access, you know, to a computer like you know, prior coming into the military. Um, but uh, you know, I just got to like learn stuff like. Uh, and I think what was that? I started off with like really simple ass program. And I feel like it was Donnie, like, you know, that kind of like that kind of got got me started a little bit because he used to do some stuff too and I kinda like watched him. I kinda seen some of the stuff he did and I wanted to do that shit too. Mm-hmm. And then I, I ended up like um I ended up designing a logo for Ron Kelly's dad. Like he has like some kind of uh like medical practice or something. I can't remember. But supposedly, according to Brock Kelly, he still uses that logo that I made like way back in the day. Um, so I don't know. Just like it's my first logo, too. You, I don't know if you remember that. You made the first Conscious Rhyme logo. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just like logos. Like, I don't know, for some reason, like, I, it, like appeal to me. Like, it's just trying to like, it's the same thing with kind of like hip hop. Like, where you like, you know, take an idea and make it abstract. You know what I mean? And, and and communicate it in a different way, you know what I'm saying, through, like, you know, metaphors or, or whatever like that. Like, making a logo is very similar, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're, you're sending a message, but you're doing it in a clever way, you know what I mean? So, like, you know, that that's kind of, like, I guess where it started and just, like, over the years, like, I've just done it. Like, I, I've designed all kinds of stuff. Like, while I was in the military, I designed, like, challenge coins, you know what I'm saying? Damn near every base I was at. Um, you know, design flyers and things like that. You know, so over the years, I just got a little bit better and a little bit better, and I figured, you know, it's a skill set that I've developed over time. You know, I might as well put it to use. You know what I mean? So um, I also, you know, I've designed the magazine covers for a friend of mine who has an online magazine. You know, it's a, a veteran. So it's a very it's a, a shift magazine. It's focused on, uh, you know, veteran entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I, you know, he was uh, you know, doing that for a long time. You know, he was doing his own uh, covers, and you know, he needed somebody who was you know, uh, able to, to you know, do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I took it over. I've been doing it ever since. You know what I'm saying? So that doing that actually kind of sharpened my skills a little bit too. Um, so yeah, I mean, so now I got like you know my thing like. You know, I I take I take Maximus and I've like you know turned it into like a kind of a brand. You know what I'm saying? So like when I do music, it's Maximus music. Yeah. I do stuff it's Maximus media. You know what I'm saying? So I you know I do graphic design, I do a little photography and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So it's just a little side hustle. You know what I mean? You know, I make a little I make a little extra here and there. You know what I'm saying? Doing that. Um, you know, my thing is like, like one thing that I, I just really feel like is that I am not meant to work for somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, like I feel like I've I've been there, done that in the military. Decided I didn't like it very much. You know what I mean? Hey, I, trust me, I understand. <laughs> trust me, I understand, man. So, you know, I uh I got introduced to this whole um 
insurance industry uh, through my girl. You know what I'm saying? Because you know she she started doing it and everything. She you know presented it to me, and I was like, you know, started seeing some some of these you know financial you know um, benefits you know that that you can use life insurance for. And I was already kind of like starting to like my gears were already starting to turn in terms of like I need to be more financially literate. Like after like messing around in the crypto world for a while, like I realized like there's a lot about finance that I need to understand a lot better. Like we all need to understand a lot better about finance. Like we don't get taught any of this stuff. Nobody's giving us financial literacy classes in high school, even college. Like you know what I mean? Like they're not teaching you like how to take your money and make it work for you. Here's you know rich I mean? dad, poor dad. <laughs> rich dad, poor dad. Yep. Yeah. So it's like we we got to teach ourselves, and like and and that's one thing. Like with this insurance thing that I realized is um, it's a vehicle that you can use to to um, you know actually grow your wealth. You know what I mean? It's it's a tool. You know what I'm saying? It's not the only thing out there, but um, but after learning about it, I was like, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, how? Why haven't I heard about this before? Like, so like for instance, like um, you know, there's something called cash value life, um, and uh, the concept called infinite bank. The company I I'm working with right now is called Exertus. They call it be your own bank. Basically, what what gist of it is? Basically, you could just get a regular life insurance policy, you know, and you know you pay a premium every month, and you know if you should die at some point, you know, you get X amount of dollars, right? Uh, you know, presumably. Um, but with cash value life insurance, what happens is basically a portion of your premium goes towards, you know, your policy. And another portion of your premium actually goes into an account, like a high interest bearing account, compound interest. So, you know, once once you've um, built up, you know, that principal balance a bit, you, know, you could do that, you know, by, you know, doing like an initial, you know, large, you know, initial payment, you know, to get it started, or you can just let it build up month after month, you know what I'm saying, depending on how much, you know, you want to put into it every month. But once you've got X amount of dollars, like in that principal balance of your account, your cash value, right, you can actually take that money and borrow against it. You can give yourself a loan, right, that you want to, that you want to buy a car, say you want to invest in some real estate, whatever it is, you can loan that money to yourself. You call up the insurance company, say, hey, I want to borrow X amount of dollars. They say, okay, they cut you a check. And then you pay yourself back that money, right? You take that money, you pay it back to yourself. You're not paying it back to the bank. You're not paying Chase Bank or Bank of America or whoever the fuck else you're paying. You're paying Patrick Wilcox Bank. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, let's say you got $10,000 in your cash value in, in this account, right? So you you could borrow ten grand, and then you pay it back to yourself, right? But even while you're you're you've essentially loaned that money to yourself, and you're making payments, paying it back, that principal balance is still gaining the same amount of interest it was as if all that money was still there. Mm-hmm. So if 
they're still getting compound interest on 10 grand. They're still gaining money as if 10 grand is still in that account, even though you borrowed that money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so then when you pay yourself back, you know what I'm saying? You pay yourself back with interest. It's all going back into your account. So, so in the end, whatever it is you borrowed that money for and then paid yourself back, mm-hmm. like you, it's, it's free, essentially. You know what I'm saying? Because you borrow that money from yourself, and then you, and then you still have that account. You still have life insurance. You still have living benefits. You still have all of these things that life insurance provides. But you have like this, this interest-bearing like account. You know what I'm saying? That that mm-hmm. um, you know helps you grow your wealth. You know what I mean? And you can and you can use this this uh, this concept for like you know, all different kinds of things. Like we could, we also have like a debt reduction plan or debt, debt elimination plan. Where we could take like your, uh, you know, help you pay down your debts, including your mortgage, like pay it down in like a fraction of the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, like mm-hmm. imagine paying, paying your house off in like eight to 10 years. Of 30. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we could actually help you do that using the banking concept. We just discussed with you know what I mean? So it's like, you can use it in, in terms of build up, you know, like a savings account for like, you know, uh, planning for college or retirement and all these kinds of other things you can use it for. You know what I mean? Like, did you ever know that? I didn't know that. No. I just love You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's that's what I'm, I'm doing now. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, you know, learn all of that. You know, I'm like, I mean. It, 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 it seems like it seems like the right thing to do, especially in 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 the days and times now where inflation is what at like seven percent. You know what I'm saying? You're putting if you're taking your money and you're putting into just your regular savings account. Well, you know after you pay your bills and all the money you have left over, you're just throwing in your savings account. You're losing money. You're actually losing money if you're just leaving money in your savings account because it's actually losing value. Because what is what are you, what is your interest rate like in a savings account? Like Point one point zero one percent or something like that's ridiculous. Like it's definitely not seven percent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If that whatever money you have in that savings account this year is going to be worth less next year, unless you're keeping up with that an inflationary uh, that inflationary rate. So you know what I mean? These are the things that I'm learning. And I'm like, man, you know what I'm saying? Like if I don't if I don't people, who's going to do it? You know what I mean? So, I'm just at that point in my life where I'm, I'm thinking more about finances. Financially, that's another thing. Like if I were to if I were to go back and tell myself something, you know what I mean? When I was younger in the military, like you know, not just hey, you know, be more attention, like invest. You know what I'm saying? Like pissing your money away every. Oh no, what you don't know. <laughs> your money and fucking put it into something. You know, long term. Like, again, nobody teaches us. No, yeah. that's why I wanted you to talk about it, man. Because you was telling me about. It. I was like, yeah, this 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 something good that I like to put on here, man. So you know, it, it, it's in line with what I'm talking about anyway. It just show how you know you don't know what career path your life gonna take when you're in the military when you're out in the military. This is about hip hop and about hip hop artists, but you know, ain't nobody here that that you has been on here yet is, is millionaires. You know, I'm putting I'm showcasing dudes that said that's military. They average everyday dudes. I'm just showing that. That these average everyday guys got skills and they hip hop heads and they good, and, you know. Just because you don't know them, just because you don't, you know, you might not heard heard their music. This is my place 
to be able to bring people in who normally wouldn't be heard for them to be heard on the show. So, and that's a part of it. You know, people have different things they do with their life after the military. And you're, when you tell me about it, like, that, that's dope, man. That's something that I definitely would, you know, want somebody to hear. And, you know, and, and it's free advertising for my brother. <laughs> we try to make a career out of it. Like you said, he told me, he snuck in and he said, I will be remiss. Like, <laughs> say, I will be remiss. He said, I will be remiss if I didn't tell you about this. So I will be remiss if I did not let you talk about it on this podcast. <laughs> that would make me say, you know what? I'm going to have to look into this cat. The cat said remiss. That's the MC for you, right? We use words like that. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing about hip-hop. And, like, a lot of people, like, unless you grew up in hip-hop, you don't realize, like, you have to be, I feel like you have to be relatively intelligent to be a good lyricist because you have to have a vocabulary. You know what I'm saying? Like, rap, like, being a good realist is all about vocabulary. You know what I'm saying? Every day. Knowing how how to use different words, use a thesaurus, you know what I'm saying? Like, just knowing, knowing different ways to say things. You know what I mean? Military kind of helps you with that too, like writing EPRs and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you know, figuring out clever ways to write things. It, it helps you out. It hooks you up. Yeah, I put my thing back on. What you think? I see. I see. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I want to do, see what they, what they do about, you know, just a little bit. Yeah. I said, I bought it. Let me just use this a little bit. Still look good, don't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, so yeah, that's why I want to do that, man. I want you, I wanted you to talk about it, you know what I mean, and be able to, you know, um, you know, just 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 tell people, you know, what you got going on, man. It, it's it's about hip hop, it's a good it, it shows about that, but it's it is also about everything you got going on with your life. You ain't nothing ain't nothing off limits on him, you know what I mean? That we can't talk about. So my next question is, um, what advice would you give artists that are in the military now? Um, artists in the military now, I would, I would say, you know, do your thing, man. Like the military is a lot more tolerant now about certain things than, than it was like when we were younger, first coming up, like there were certain things that we couldn't necessarily get away with. We had to watch our P's and Q's a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I remember one time, man, like, uh, like I was writing, I had my, my pad with me at work and I was writing. And uh, I don't know, I had some drug references and shit. <laughs> and uh, some of them, uh, you know, look, looked at my pad and was reading my rhymes and shit like that. Next thing I know, I got fucking called into the fucking commander's office. You know what I'm saying? I had to take a piss test and all kinds of shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> they was doing you dirty. <laughs> be, be careful. You know what I'm saying? Same time, like, don't be afraid to do whatever it is you want to do. Like, you got you got social media now, man. We didn't have that. Just leverage the fuck out of that shit. Like, network, network, network. Like, it really is true. Like, it's not it's not what you know. It's who you know. Like, no, we, de- we definitely didn't have none of that stuff back in the days, man. We had nothing like that. I mean, you know, try to lean on people. Like, you know, if, you know, you meet people and you, you realize that they could be an asset, man. Like, you know, you know, form a relationship. You know what I mean? Like, uh, 
one thing I, I realized like a lot more like just recently how valuable my relationship is. Not that I didn't always know it, but like I've had like some like doors open up, you know, from you know, recently because you know I knew some like my girl, like she does, she 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 knows people, she's real good at just you know talking and getting to know people and meeting people. Mm-hmm. She puts my name up, as long as I ain't it, you know what I'm saying? Like that's valuable, man. So just, she, she has got she has got you that show you just did too. That show is pretty tight. Yeah, so it's like you know, being a military man, it's like you know, try to find a balance. Just try to find a balance. If you want to do music, do that shit. Like don't let like the everyday bullshit that you deal with the military very one one go after. You know what I mean? Whether it's music or anything else, just find a way to find out yeah i agree man I, I you know i'm the same way man i i, I you know i never nobody never looked look at my 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 rhyme book though i kept it <laughs> i kept my rhyme. i told you when i left when i left work i, I, I ain't do nothing i ain't bring nothing to where I, if i had the 24 hour shift which was all the time man i ain't bring nothing i'm like man they ain't know nothing about me what's up that you know I'm, I'm i'm from miami i had some gold teeth at the time right <laughs> I went to work, came back home, I just hit. Because I know how people is, man, but you live in the I had to confront that dude after. I was like, what the wrong with you, man? You know what I mean? Ooh, ooh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's really what it is. You know, they be believing the hype, man. Hey, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm write a book one day called Don't, I'm going to steal public enemy. Don't believe the hype. Because they be believing that. I be like, yo, you can buy into this stuff just a little bit. But some of the stuff, you, you let it go a little bit. These cats be, they be all about it, boy. They buy into everything. I'm like, you, you but you got to think, like, like I said, they young. They come in the military usually when they very young. So somebody tell them something, you know, they buy into everything somebody tell them, but they like, okay, this is what it is. And then they, they you know, they, 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 it's okay. They feel it's okay to do stuff like that. Open up somebody else's book. He talked about marijuana or whatever in the book. Okay. You know what I'm saying? All right, so you can take your book, your personal book, and go give it to somebody else. They they be believing the hype, man. They believe in the, yeah. I, I never was that man. I'm always me. I ain't never changed. So yeah, but I have done that now. Commander, <laughs> I, I was like, look, man, it's just it's just lyrics. Like, don't you don't take them too seriously. No, they try to turn it back on you. We're worried about you. Uh, we just want to make sure you're okay. <laughs> he tried to turn it back on you. <laughs> I just sit in the commander's office and listen to him do that to other keep other people, man. It's pretty funny. Like this dude just they 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 it's like a psychology boy. They turn it on. I'm gonna turn it around on this other guy. I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, like, man, this is a fool. <laughs> you know, I'm you know, I'm in uniform. I, I can't say that in my mind that's what I'm thinking though. I'm like, this, this, this young cat here, man, he, he don't even understand. This dude just put some psychology on. He 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 doing like what, what his name was uh What's the dude from off uh, Minnesota Society? We were like, you know you done fucked up, right? <laughs> they put that psychology on him. I'm like, man, you tell you tell on your mama. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, let me go to the next question. So this is a little more modern day question, man. I think, you know, I, I skip around a little bit, but what do you think about Russia invading Ukraine? I, I you know, I know what I think. I wanna know what you think about it. I mean I think, you know, from from a 
an American perspective, like I see Ukraine as it's its own entity, it's its own territory, its own country, like it doesn't want to be part of Russia, you know what I'm saying, as I understand it. Mm-hmm. So Russia invading it, it you know, they, they ain't got no business doing what they're doing. And, uh, you know, and I think they should, you know, respect Ukraine's wishes to be a sovereign state. And, uh, you know, so that's 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 how I understand it. So in that respect, I want to I want to I want to I want to support Russia. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Not Russia, Ukraine. I want to support Ukraine. Right. But there's a caveat to that. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if you've seen it, but I've seen some some uh, videos floating around of like, uh, you know, people trying to evacuate and they were actually like blocking like uh, black folk from from evacuating. I saw that. Yeah, so it's like there's some, apparently there, there's some, some racist shit that goes on there just like goes on here. Yeah. So in, in terms of their sovereignty, I, I, I want to support them in that, but I'm not not going to do it blindly and just uh, say, oh, yeah, Ukraine is just this, you know, state of a, of a, uh, of a country. And right? Not. Um, so they got some issues. I'm sure Russia has some issues. Yeah. You know, like I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, yeah, so I, I, the, pro- the problem today, man, like I, I, with politics, man, is I, I try to stay out of it. Like for a long time, I, I was really like in politics and I was like keeping up on it all the time and I just I don't pay attention as close anymore because it's so fucking toxic now and there's just so much misinformation and disinformation out there it's hard to tell what's what you know what I mean and you know so like that's why I say like I, I want to give you know I want to I want to give support to Ukraine for their struggle but caveat because you know yeah. I'm not going to give carte blanche you know what I mean it's just dealing with with all that geopolitical shit, man. It just really have you just upset all the time and mad at at everybody and fighting with people, you know, that you don't even know, baiting. And I, I just got fucking tired of. It. Yeah, man. yeah. It get it get rough, man. And politics is rough out there, man. I, um, you know, I, I feel like we should not be dependent on so, so it's everybody else, Lord. I mean, at some point, we gotta have to be able to take care of ourselves, man. I mean, we got, you know, this, this sometimes things happen for reasons, man. Here we are, you know, we, we we realize how dependent we are on so many people's products, you know. Here we are paying four, five dollars a gallon for, for 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 gas. You can't blame it on the president. You can't blame it on this person. We 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 pitch, we put ourselves in that position. You know what I'm saying? So, that's almost. I'm all for, you know, finding ways to, uh, you know, switch over, you know, to renewable, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, gas and oil, man, that's a finite resource. At some point, it's going to run out. I mean, we should it's start going to run out. Yep. We should be accordingly now, you know what I mean? And start, you know, you know, at least, you know, um, initiating, you know, that transition to some degree, you know yep. what I mean? Yep. Well, we're going to have to find a, a new way to do it. Like, you know, constantly, uh, Buying on oil, you know, OPEC, you know, they 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 pretty much set the price, you know, on gas. You know what I mean? It's not the president, you know what I'm saying? It's OPEC. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, and they can manipulate that however they want to, just by either restricting production or ramping it up, whatever they fucking feel like doing on any given day. You know what I mean? So, you know, right now we're paying a little bit more. You know, trust me, I'm feeling that shit. You know, I don't like it any more than anybody else does. Um, yeah. Hey, I feel it. I, like I say, man, we, we, you know, we, we, we got to tread light because, you know, I guess we only, it could be on the verge of World War Three any day. So I just, you know, I just, I just be like, man, <laughs> every day I'm, I'm just, I'm just in prayer myself, man. Because I'm like, I don't know what the hell is going to happen and what's not going to happen. I think we just one missed miss aim bomb away from you know the whole world jumping into a war. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. You know, I mean the the fear right now is that you know at some point you know Putin might become so desperate that he does some radical shit. You know, light dropping. Um, I mean, is it is it possible? Sure. I don't know how likely it is. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, from, from you know, where I sit, like, we're the only country that's ever fucking cold enough to fucking drop a bomb, drop a nuclear bomb on it. Mm-hmm. No one's ever been crazy. So I, I think it's a little hypocritical for us to point the, the finger at anybody else talking about, oh, what if they do it? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, you know, I, I hope, you know, that whatever happens, Anybody else? You know yeah. what I mean? It's a scary, scary thought. Yep. We're going to see, though. You know I mean? I, I like to throw questions like that in there every now and then and kind of, you know, cut it up a little bit. So my next question for you is, um, who is your favorite artist out right now and why? That's a... I don't, I don't know if I have a favorite, like, I don't know, my, my, I, I mean, I love J. Cole. Who, who, what, what is that? That. <laughs> <laughs> this thing got skills, don't it? Yeah. Like that, huh? <laughs> I mean, I, I, like, I think, like, um, you know, I, like, I think there's, like, a lot of, like, dope artists out there i don't necessarily have a favorite like at this point you know what i'm saying other than like my all times like Nas. you know what i mean and yeah and uh no ll you know what i mean like those are my my favorite right but like the new like the newer people that are out right now like i have stuff you know i have there's some of them that i like I'm not like I'm not like a, a bandwagon fan, you know, saying diehard fan of anybody. Like, yeah. Like maybe Russ. Russ is pretty dope. I like that a lot. I like Russ. I think um, Russ dope. You know, this dude named Locksmith. I don't know if you ever heard of Locksmith. Oh yeah, come on now. <laughs> Locksmith Cole. Yeah, like you know, um, you know, Roddy Rich. Um, I think he got some dope shit. You know what I mean? Uh, he been going through some things lately, man. His last album, they say wasn't all that hot. So he been he been he been suffering here lately. But you know, like this, yeah, it's like a, a different style, like the way that he, he makes 
songs, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I I, I feel that shit. But like, like I said, like it's hard, it's hard for me to kind of keep up with everything and everyone. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, like the the you know, it's so it's so saturated. You know what I'm saying in the world of, of hip hop and music in general, like because of you know social media, there's just so much out there. You can't keep up with every new artist and every new song. In the music industry, being what it is, like you never know who's gonna last and who's not because you know, yeah. fucking artists are fucking disposable. You know what I mean? Like you know, mm-hmm. hot, hot today and nobody fucking remembers tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like you know, they got their little hit song out of you. you know I mean? So it's you know I, I don't I don't have like it, like one really, yeah well. I, I got one, you know. I kind of like this, this. This little group, my son hooked me up with it. He sent it to me. It's called the Coast Contra. Once you get a minute, check them out. I think they're pretty dope, you know. So I'm listening to these young. I'm like, okay, they got their own little thing going up. I like the way they chop up the music. The music's chopped up real nice. So I really like Coast Contra. Uh, they they good. Um, I thought about mentioning them because uh, yeah, I just recently saw that video that went around. You know what yeah. I mean? And uh, that dude at the end is fucking. Like he's yeah. the man, that, like, like that, like I was like that. I don't, I don't, I don't know if that was a freestyle or not. If it was, it's fucking amazing. You know, what I'm got a bunch of videos on YouTube. They got a new album out. It's pretty, pretty dope, man. I'm, I'm like really feeling these young boys. You know, I like when people do some. You know, you saw that thing by T Pain. Have you seen T Pain rant? Do something different. Do something different. <laughs> Have you seen that T Pain go off? You gotta go watch it. Yeah, it's out there in the atmosphere. Go on YouTube and like T Pain's, you know, rant about new artists because he was like, "Do something different. We already got little baby. We already got the baby. We got several people named baby. <laughs> Do something different. We don't. We tired of hearing the same shit. Like I'm tired of you sending me stuff. And when I don't want to, do, I don't want to do nothing with it. It's because you sending me the same shit. Do something different. <laughs> man, that cat went off. It was funny as hell, man. It's out there. It's gonna make you laugh. So I like when young cats come in and they doing something different. It is very unique what they doing. They all they rhyming. They got different beat things they put together. You know, so it's very organic and very nice. It reminded me of like Busta Rhymes and like Das Effects and like Fushnikins. Yeah. Like it was just like just really high energy. You know what yeah. I mean? Kind of hip hop. Different style. I got one cat still who rapping Spanish. And he go back to English and he'll rap in Spanish, man. It, it, it's just a it's just a different different dynamic and it's needed. It's a, like a breath of fresh air for me, man, to hear something like that. So I I, I do like the, the the Coast Contra. Let me see who else I like. I like um yeah, I'll just listen another day. I was like, okay, I kinda like these little dudes too, man. Um who am I listening to? Those guys, of course, you know, um, I'm liking the you know, new Nas stuff. Uh, but he's an old cat, you know what I mean? I'm like new, new. I just had somebody on the tip of my tongue, man. I was thinking about, man. I had, I, I'm not. Um, I did like Cordae until I started listening to Cordae a little bit more. I'm like, man, this dude sound like J Cole. So I don't know. I, I mean, it's it's very few MCs out there. I say I'm just all on when I'm listening to them. But when I heard them Coast Contra, I'm like, my, and my sons, like I say, my son said that to me. I was like, oh, these dudes, these dudes. Nice. I do like all the Griselda dudes. I like everything that Griselda putting out. They do a good thing. Uh, you know, I don't know if I, I per se like all of the young, young music I hear, 
Now, I did I have listened to that King Bomb music because I was listening to what he was got. I think he he guys you know it's all some of the same stuff. Uh, you know, it's it's not a lot of it's all about you know I'm I kill you I do this you know it's gangster you know it ain't what it is but you know they got nice little beats to them so I, you know so that but yeah. so I'm with you you know I, I do like I said I like the coast country I had another person on my mind and it just slipped my it slipped my mind who it was but mm. yeah if I had to say somebody right now that's who I'm I'm popping in my in my deck right now all right so let's see uh now we get personal. We'll get a little pearl. I got a couple more. I got like two more questions left for you after this. But so, what what do you think makes love so powerful? Because you know, um, we do some crazy stuff over love. You know what I'm saying? It is hard to find it, and you find like I, I say this because I I see you, I, I see you smiling, I, I see what's going on with you. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm gonna put you on the spot. I don't know if you your girl around there watching you, but I'm gonna put you on the spot. I mean, you know, love is, um, you know, it, it can it can drive you. Like, it can be a motivating thing. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if you love, you know, if it be like to love somebody, you know what I mean? It, you know, it, it, mm-hmm. it motivates you to, to want to do things to make them happy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If somebody loves you, you know what I'm saying? They can be life you, you know, and, and help you get through things and maybe you couldn't do alone. You know what I mean? Like, so, I mean, I think love is, is you know, a, a good thing, you know what I mean? That way. Um, it's a tough question. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm a little jaded, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I you know, as growing up, you know what I mean? And, and past like I've always been like the type of dude that kind of wore his heart on his sleeve you know what I mean uh, I've always been like that that kind of a dude you know what I mean sensitive uh in that way you know what I'm saying when it came to women relationships you know what I'm saying I put a lot of that shit in my music you know what I mean um so like you gotta be careful you know it, it can be a it can be a weakness too you know what I'm saying like fall in love with the wrong person, you know what I mean? And, you know, it can pain you. You know, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what else to say about that. Like, I, yeah. It's powerful. It can build you up or it can fucking break you all the way down, man. Like, you gotta be careful of who you give love to. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do know. So, you know, I think I think that uh, you know, love is is you know when you you know I tell people your heart is like a like a piece of glass, you know, or a, a cup of glass. So you throw it on the ground, you can piece it back together like a like you know a broken cup or broken uh, you know a base or something. You can put that sucker back together with glue, but it, you can always see the cracks in it. You know what I mean? And and, and love is such a powerful thing because you know, you know you you. you, you in all kind of dynamics, I can say you can say for, for music or for whatever it is that you love. When you love something, you fixate on that one thing, and that's what you really, really love. So it'd be a powerful thing. I done seen dudes. I had a dude I worked with when I was at Win Dixie. Man, he talking about his girlfriend, and all this stuff, and then you know he, he killed his girlfriend. She you, she broke up with him, did something, man. That cat ran up in the house, you know, knocked the mother down. The mother was trying to block him from killing the girl. He knocked the mother out of the way and killed the girl. 
went to prison. I, I worked with this dude every day and went to Dixon, man. My father knew him. He, he coached him playing football. And, you know, he's he, 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 he's a normal cat. Watched him every day, you know, you know, with the fruits. You know what I'm saying? I worked in the dairy department. He worked in the fruit, you know, the, the, the uh, you know, the produce. I see him over there every day. We talked every day. He was so in love with this girl. And we was like, man, she the greatest man. I love my girl, my girl. And then, you know, a broken heart could, could make you do some some wild things. So love is powerful. It's, it's, it's a power that's like, you know, I say like Superman powers. You got to be, you know, he had to be careful with his powers. His powers would go for good or for evil. So it's, it's a superpower to me. You got to be real careful with that, the power of love. Because love could could, could, could could make you, could, could you know, have you doing good things or like my man did, walking there and kill his girl, you know? So it's, it's, it's a crazy scenario. But when you find somebody, especially, you know, in, in relationship love, when you find somebody that you love and they love you and y'all, Y'all got something going on. It's it's a beautiful thing, man. But uh, you know, I, I found myself for the years. But I'm, I'm very, I'm I'm very leery. I'm probably like you about love. So I'm I'm slow. I'm slow because you know you sometimes you be thinking things too damn good to be true. Like man, is this really? This really what it is? <laughs> it ain't ready to go. Let's go. You ready to go now? I'm like, no, nah, I ain't ready to go right now because I need to make sure this is not too good to be true. Because every time you think it's too good to be true, anything that that sound too good, you live. So I'm, I'm I'm like molasses. When I was younger, I'd be like the damn, you know, like 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 uh, like Sonic the Hedgehog, ready to go. Let's get married, bro. And then all of a sudden, it's like, damn, man, why not? Why didn't I think it out? So yeah, it's powerful. Love is a powerful thing. <laughs> Just <yeah. laughs> peace to my girl, man. Yeah, peace to peace to cat. You know what I'm saying I'm sure she's looking at this, but she's upstairs listening to me now. <laughs> but she gonna rewind it later on. Like, what did you say? Yeah, maybe she she be podcast stalking me. Anyway, uh, so this my this is the last question. Well, not I won't say question. I I got uh I'm gonna play you this song here in a minute. Uh, I, I like this song. Uh, you said you know every now and then in my car I got stuff that that pop in. I got like little playlist, and I got this on one of my playlists. And every now and then it'll pop on. I'm like, man, this song kind of cold. You know, so I like this song. So I'm definitely gonna pick it to be in, in this. You know what I'm saying? Uh, All right. Let's see. Uh, but you got several songs that was going. That's that, but, I, but I like this song. Uh, let me see. Uh, so this is my artist corner. Every show I do an artist corner, and I give you some new something to help you out as an artist. I've been around for a long time. This man been around for a long time. Uh, you know, I have. I signed my first contract when I was about 16, 17. Uh, which taught me a lesson because they took my damn name and they had they, they they locked my name down for infinity amount of time. Uh, we were doing a lot of stuff. Death Row wanted to sign my little cousin Dez. We'll shout out to Dez Tobias, a DBIC. I messed his name. Dez DBIC. Shout out to Dez DBIC. So you know, I've been somewhere. I've been something. That that in that situation made me want to turn around and join the military. I was so mad. I was like, man, we we came all this long way and got this close. And I, it didn't happen, and I, I want to join the military. So I've been through some things. Uh, so my, my my artist corner this time is going to be about 360 deals. You know, a lot of people don't, you know, if you don't know what a 360 deal is, let me explain what a 360 deal is. Probably the dumbest thing you could do as an artist. So the one thing that artists was a constant back in the days, from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, was that artists, what they did with their music, their royalties, all that stuff could be, you know, could be owned.
by the record labels. But what could not be owned by the record label was you going out there doing shows. Your shows, anything you did like that, that belonged to you. So people did a lot of shows. They're like, well, we're going to do shows. We can't control that. So we go out and do some shows, right? So a 360 deal is saying they own everything. The show, money, <laughs> all the money. Why would you want to do that? That's like the dumbest thing I ever heard. You young cats out there, I'm telling you from experience. You see why I'm happy? I be smiling every day because I can sit up here and I can make music anytime I want to. My little, I'm, I'm like, a, I'm like two, I'm like a, 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 what, two feet away from my, my, my studio where I make music at. I'm that close. To, I'm that close to it. You understand? And I can do it when I want to do it. And that's because I own shit that I want to own, and I do what I want to do. I know you're hungry. I know you want to get into music business. I know what it is. But what you willing to sell? You willing to sell your soul for that? You know what I mean? What you willing to do? Because now, like we talked about earlier, it's so easy for you to get your social media, get your stuff, and and just make it happen. Look at look at my man Rick. He got all his stuff in the background. You can do what you want to do. You understand? You don't have to sell your soul. So you should not be giving up your 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 uh, all of your performances and everything to somebody. That's you running around on stage. That's you sweating. Think about it. It's gonna make sense. So my artist corners for you today for y'all young people. Do not sign 360 deals. It's not good for you, but it is good for the, for the record labels, like most things are. So if you can be independent, stay independent. I'm about the independent game. Yeah, they got money. They're going to put your stuff out. But guess what? You owe them, and they're going to collect. <laughs> they're going to collect at some point. So, yeah, man. So that's that. We just came to the end of the show. So before you know, I, I get to asking them all this, you know, about the social media and all this other stuff, I like to play the music. So like I told you, he got some good stuff that I really love. Uh, this is this is one of the ones that I really love. He had it playing on his social on on Instagram. I was like, man, this is hard. So every now and then it pops up in my in my in my little my stuff, man. I'm like, yo, this is it. So this is called Barat the Barrage. I was gonna play the gospel, but I, you know, so I like the gospel, and I might, you know, what I'm saying another, but I like the gospel. If you haven't heard his song, he got a song called God the Gospel. Go check that out. That that comes up on my stuff too. But I really like this one because this kind of shows off his lyrical his lyrical prowess on this. One. He 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 had it on his, his Instagram. I'm like, damn, let's go hard. You know what I'm saying? I wrote this one in the same spirit as that that shit you heard. You know, in that video back in the day. Yeah, you know what I'm saying when uh, we was in the, the day room. You know, rhyming. You know what I'm yeah. saying? When everybody talks about like when. They first heard me rap, I guess. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everybody in there like, what the hell? <laughs> so so you want to introduce it? Yeah, this is called The Barrage by Maximus Music. Let's do it. Let's do it. Here's a line that you can quote from this. I pay dues, Lannister, I don't owe him shit. So when you listen to me every time I flow on shit, I wonder if you notice this load coat in my shoulder stick. But I done come so many miles with it. Like a fresh bag of chips, just a trial in it. I got some history and pieces of my style in it. Come to think now, it ain't been open in a while, minute. That's too much baggage, though, to unpack. Even with the rapper flow, the capsule low for one track. 
I show you love, you show me some back. If that ain't how it works, then well, I don't really love that. So whether it runs out or runs back, the only thing I wanna do is make my daughters and my son clap. What's that, man? That's just a fun fact. It's the dream chaser in me. I'm dying to run laps. Condition for a comeback. I used to hustle in the mall serving dub sacks. Now if you ever peep me in the spot out there chopping up the block, best believe you ain't gonna see me on no hubcaps. I got that sick flow, the dopest rapper that you didn't know. Haters think it's up on my dick, grip it and lick it slow. Don't you sleep, man, the kid's a pro. I keep the temperature at six below. Bitch, I'm cold, so go and get your bomber jackets. Warm your back, cause I don't fuck around unless it gets pornographic. I've been out the world in corners rapping, running the streets like I was born in traffic. Had a similar but still a different form of fashion. Wore pants a little bigger, still they always sagging. Boy was cracking, haha, ain't with the shits of fit in his skinny jeans. Mine straight crispy over my kicks, both squeaky clean. The pieces on my neck go well with the pinky ring. Hell, maybe we not as different as some of us make it seem. Yeah, I got a fetish for them watches, but that don't mean that you can clock this. Call it a plot twist. I'm just putting that in the air for those who might pop slick. If I make it spot flip, you'll be calling this hot pip. I'm like a pilot in the booth's a cockpit Thumb covering a hot switch before I drop this Cause why not spit a hot 16 What if I murdered out the whip and renamed that bitch Christine I like getting lifted but nah I don't sip lean And I'd rather keep the contents of all of my spliffs green A nice guy but the script mean Plus you know my hand and eyes pristine No red beam, I'm a straight shooter But way smoother than sway crooners Saying it's true that life's a bitch But I'm chained to her and her I don't want no products with God forbid that she get on survivor shit A cockalypse who? OMG, I'm killing this vocally These lyrics create a buzz like munching on coca leaves I'm in the wind blowing trees Cooler than an ocean breeze So even when I'm high, I keep it lower key Yeah Yeah I tell you he just pop on every now and I'd be like, damn, this thing cold as hell. I like this, man. He was doing his thing. So, like I said, I, I said it in the beginning, cold-blooded. I mean it. I, I, I put my people against anybody. Anybody. I'm telling you, we can hang. So, that's my man. Look, I appreciate you coming on here, man. Before before I let you go, you know, tell them a little something about your social media. Uh, you know, you know, the links to your business, the links to your Instagram. Facebook, all your links out there you need to get to get up and see what you got going on. Uh, yeah, so um, thanks for having me on the show and everything. Um, you know, you can find me at on Instagram, um, on uh, you know, uh, on Facebook, uh, on TikTok, on Twitter, Maximus Music. You can find me on all of them. YouTube, I got a YouTube page for us. Uh, Try to keep all my stuff, even with labs and stuff, but don't go all in one place. Or Spotify, you kind of got to search. You know what I mean? So um, come, come fuck with me, you know, on YouTube and uh, you know, Instagram and shit like that. Um, if you didn't like the, the graphic services and shit like that, you can find me at MaximusMedia.com or Facebook, you know, max backslash Maximus Media. Um, you know, Come fuck with me, uh, you know. And if looking for insurance stuff like that too, uh, you know, find me uh, on LinkedIn. You know, my name is Rich Hill. Uh, that's it, man. Yeah, I'm fucking. Also, check this man out. He on he on my album. You know, what I'm saying the the unauthorized bio of Pat Wilcox, Patrick Wilcox. 
He on that album came out 2012. Uh, he's on he's on lately. I uh, we're gonna re-release the incursion. We gonna me and I, you know before we drop an album, we gonna we gonna put, you know we gonna put that back out. The incursion. He's on the incursion album as well. Um, he's on the the uh, the Bayonet Hill brothers, right? They got an album coming out. My man, um, you know, my man Donnie Five and my man Ill as usual. Everything I heard from that album is dope. It's gonna be dope when it come out. He's on there a bunch of times, and he's on my new project. Like I said, he's on he's on there twice. You know, what I'm saying my America. He's on my America with Donnie. Uh, he's also on the on the on the track Broken Glass with all of us. So, bunch of music coming this year and music coming in, in the future, man. Just just hold tight. You're going to hear a lot of my man, Maximus. Trust me. You know what I mean? And like I say, support him in his business adventures. Adventures out there, man. And look out for him. Because uh, I know I will too, man. I really appreciate you coming on here. Hold tight. Don't, you know, I'm, I'm going to stop the, pro, the, uh, the, the, pro, the broadcast. But hold tight. We're going to chop it up a little bit before, I, um, before we go. Uh, before, I, uh, you know, before I let you go for the night, man. But look, appreciate you coming on the salute. This is the salute. This episode two, season two. Uh, you know, more to come. Look out for the, for, uh, for the war room. Oh, the war room is on the way. You know, that's my man Op Solo. My man, my man Chuck Cook is in there. My man, um, uh, Mark S, uh, Mark SX, he gonna be on it. Uh, my man Black, you know, every now and then my man Smitty gonna jump in there as well. So it's gonna be a round table. We're gonna talk about some hip hop stuff. It's gonna be fun. You're gonna love it. Also, the That Feeling Podcast Network, the, the That Feeling Podcast Network have their own website, DFPN. Dot com. Go check us out. Check us out out there. You're gonna love it. If you don't, and if you forget what that is, go to the link there for, for the salute. And you can see you're gonna see the, the link to, to that to our new network um uh, site. So yeah, you're gonna find this this uh this podcast here on there as well. And all the other ones from last season and the one and the, the last one we just did here uh, a couple weeks ago. So that's that. Appreciate you, bro. Hold tight for a minute after I get off of here. We'll chop it up a little bit, but thank y'all for, for, for checking out the salute. We out.